Blog Talk Radio. Head from the body of the Gullah Geechee Nation. So glad he hunted till in the tuning one more again to Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio Station. This your time of year, we always the gee tanks, but you know every week we the gee uplifting to the living legacy and the pay ancestral homage. So this year evening, we want bless up all the elders who are cross over into the realm of the ancestors to the Gullah Geechee Nation. This year, air and things like that. And we want gee just a leave moment, a silence. For thank them for all way left we, but who we be, and we know we be Gulagichi anointed people. Ashe, amen, amen. Glory to God this evening. We're so glad for day one more again. But we show Gulagichi Rhythm Radio. So glad to be right here from Sotel Island to broadcast on a chillin' this evening. Like we to do every year, this your time and thing like that. For give thanks for all the things what God done blessed we for do, how God done smiled on we this year. Yeah. Now, I know plenty of hundred children with dear upon the Gullah Geechee Nation Facebook fan page and things like that. And read us, y'all, with a follow me at GullahGeecheeNation.com. Y'all probably figure, say, y'all be done. See all of what been going on this year. Yeah. 
guarantee, honey, children, we can't take picture. Everything will be the going on. We can't take all the video and take and put them from Gullah Geechee TV, neither, or nothing like that. And rather right us do we get all the chance for crack we teeth with everybody what we want crack we teeth with from this year broadcast. But we're so glad that at least we can send honey to Gullah TV and you can go on your honor and watch some of the things we're done show this year, yeah, and things like that. And we're coming up. We'll be done going on. And then Hunter can go on your honor to the archive of this show, sure. and yet it will be even the crack we teeth folk since they ever got anything like that. Well, sometimes it's just good for Hunter. Go back a little while. Go back and fetch it. You know, because if Hunter ain't know where Hunter is from, Hunter ain't going to know where Hunter is going. And you can take that in a large way, or Hunter can take that in a little way, anything like that. So sometimes you just have to flack back. Study yourself, you know, and look what. God done bring you true. And just over these last 11 months, yeah, yeah, and thing most over, children, it most over in a week, this your time, week of daddy in December already. Believe them or not. But all of these are good things, they're kind of. And you notice your week here on Friday, that when they usually had a can grinding, grind on down the Gichikunda and all that thing. So some of the children go, I see we down there this year and thing like that for that, down in Riceboro, Georgia. And that's going to be the same place, God willing, we go be at for the Gullah Geechee Nation International Music and Movement Festival in 2015 too. So yeah, we done the look at what going on in 2015 where we want hundred children to be with we and look upon what done going on for this year. And if you worry about when that festival will be, go to GullahGeechee.info. Go to GullahGeechee.info and Hunter can see when the festival comes in the Riceboro next August. Well, you know one thing, children? Let me go back a little ways. We're going to start off just with what we happened over the weekend and things like that. And for all my fans and things, whether Yeti we around the world, whether you listen from this year broadcast live, whether Hunter the Yeti this year, from your iPad, your tablet, and things that you done download them and things like that, especially for iTunes because you could do them for free, nothing, and things like that. We're so glad that Hunter still a tune in and Hunter to share this year. And rather was. For all of y'all, whether you use them in the classroom and thing like that, and for Lady Chillin, I'm saying who it'll be. We say thank you, thank you, yeah? Well, look, y'all. Plenty things been going on, y'all, from Centelna over the weekend. So, if I ever understand, I can crack my teeth out the rest of the week because we know, say, all the listeners, none of know, but this y'all tall, tall, y'all, just like for yet me to do. But so, everyone can understand. I'm Queen Quet, Chiefess and Head of State for the Gullah Geechee Nation. And every year annually, we do this show to just look back over the year and really thank God for all the blessings and all the journeys that we've been through already. So, I thought it not robbery to have our Gee Tanks episode for this year. And starting off with just a couple of days ago, right here on St. Helena Island, Penn Center, which was Penn School, the first trade, agricultural, and normal school for freedmen in the United States, or one might say in the world, because I don't think there's anywhere else where people had gone through chattel enslavement and then came out of it being called freedmen, all right? But that took place here in the Gullah Geechee Nation. And so Penn stands not as a school today. God willing, in the future, it will go back to being a place of being a school. But it is a national landmark historic district, which is the highest ranking that you can get on the United States National Register of Historic Places. And it is on my home island, St. Helena Island. I can just, I can walk there if I choose to walk there. I don't usually walk to Penn Center. Um, but... Penn School, which was founded by Lauratown and Ellen Murray, 
did that back in 1862. And so this year is really critical because it being 2014 will make it 150 years since just before the end of the U.S. Civil War, which of course happened in 1865. So there have been a number of different commemorations over the last several years, celebrating a number of things. The beginning of the Civil War, some celebrated, um, but many commemorated, but also the founding of Penn School, and they've had a three-year-long celebration that one might say is culminating now with several events, one with the first annual Penn Center Civil Rights Symposium that happened last Friday and Saturday at Penn, and also the coming events like Gullah Geechee Watch Night, Gullah Geechee Freedom Come, which is a history of musical presentation that I've written as star members of the Gullah Connection and featuring the African Spirit Day Clean. And so that's going to happen on Saturday, December the 20th. The tickets are $10 in advance, and it will be a fundraiser for the Penn Heritage Day celebration that just happened at the beginning of November and is one of the major events for Penn as a nonprofit institution each and every year. And it is a major homecoming for people who are natives of St. Helena Island. And then for the Holy Day season, not only will that event happen, but we will have the Heritage Days Committee will also have the first all black and white affair. Many of you may have come out for Black Music Month and celebrated with us the all-white affair, and because the community so enjoyed that, we'll be having the Black and White Affair on Saturday, December the 27th from 9 p.m. till 1 a.m., and that is for grown folks only. Well, interestingly enough, you always say, well, wow, it's a lot of celebratory things happening there at some place that was once a school. Well, we're still celebrating the community and the culture, our history and heritage here on St. Helena Island. And so just like today was such a wonderful thing to see out on Port Royal Island, which is right next to us, where the Emancipation Proclamation was first read back in 1863. See, all of these things happen here on the sea islands of the Gullah Geechee Nation. And so, and in particular, in Beaufort County, South Carolina, where St. Helena Island and Port Royal Island are both located. And so when we talk about having commemorations and then having celebrations and having festivals and activities, we are literally doing this because our ancestors, our elders, spoke about these things to us as we grew up. We read about these things, many of us, as we got to be adults, because unfortunately, in much of our history classes, we were never taught these aspects of our story. We were never taught that all these things happen here. But fortunately, we are well aware of that now. And so even today, it was wonderful to be just You know, one might say a mile at most, if that far, from the Emancipation Oak and see the gathering of people there. And today, people were receiving food for the Thanksgiving Day and for the Holy Day season that had been contributed. Some $20,000 worth of food is definitely something to give thanks for that was being given to community members for free. And it was just wonderful to see how people were there. People were hailing folks, folks you hadn't seen in forever were out there, and the many people 
people who donated their time. I definitely want to say thank you, thank you to all of Honachilla, and thank you, thank you to all the churches who, as we would say, thought it not robbery to raise $20,000 and then invest in food to give away to the community. Now, Gullah Geechee people, we know y'all go out now for plenty this year week, y'all, but please don't overload them people's scale and thing after Thursday, y'all. Okay, then. And so... Definitely was interesting to be there, to see the family come together, and then come back to the Gullah Geechee Aoke Bulan archive. That is the only archive in the world totally dedicated to Gullah Geechee history, heritage, and culture. Most of you who listen to this broadcast have heard me talk about the Gullah Geechee Land and Legacy World Tour that I've been on all year. If you came out to any of the activities or you gave online, you know that one of the aspects of the funds that raised have been going to help the archive complete its second phase, which is to now protect numerous books and documents and posters and acid-free covers, but then to also digitize the entire archive. And so with the oral histories that we have coupled with the documentation, this is what makes it so rich to me, to be in a place, know what took place there 150 or 150-plus years ago and stand there today and see the descendants of those same people right here on the same land and things like that, and knowing that we would then open our mailboxes today, and you'll keep opening your mailboxes for at least the next week or so, and discovering your tax bill for this year. And one of the things that was so wonderful is when I celebrate Emancipation Day or Watch Night even and think about the land ownership here in the Gullah Geechee Nation, we can give thanks and shout because many folks like me should be receiving a lower tax bill than what you might have received last year this time when we were letting you know ahead of that bill last year that you had a chance to appeal many of those tax rates. So those who listen to the show, those who are on Gullah Geechee Nation Facebook fan page, especially those who are members of the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition, who you know we have been fighting and advocating for the rest of about 20 years to keep our people on the land. Many of you, I'm glad to have heard from you, to meet, to have met you in different places over the course of this year, and to know that you did follow the advice, you did do the appeals, and that many of you have been able to hold on to the land that our ancestors were able to obtain for us back in 1862, same time that Penn School was founded, back in 1863, same time the Emancipation Proclamation was first read ever in world history, here on Port Royal Island and then here on St. Helena Island, all in Beaufort County, South Kakalaki, you're in the Gullah Geechee Nation. It is an honor. It is a blessing. It is a treasure for me to be here at this moment and know that we've honored our ancestors' legacy in such a way. And we have a reason to want to shout and to get together this week and share the food and so on. And then to walk in the stores afterwards and see little children run up to me, Hi, Queen Quet, with hugs. You know, family, some of them, and some of them just knowing me from their classrooms. And so this has made such a big difference that we are making such a major impact on people around the world, but especially on the next generation of those who I pray will have passed these stories on to their descendants so that 150-something years from now an even greater radio broadcast and even greater Gullah Geechee TV station will be broadcasting and sharing our story with the world. And so 
part of the stories that we share have been coming up, as I mentioned a little while ago, on Gully Get Your TV. We have a lot more of them to broadcast to you throughout this Holy Days season and before we get to the Gully Get Your Sea Island Coalition's anniversary, which will happen December the 21st, so we'll celebrate it at the watch night, Gully Get Your Freedom, come December 20th at Darrell Hall at Penn Center, Penn School. So if you haven't seen the school and you're wondering, wow, what does that look like or anything like that, come on to St. Helena Island that day and join us in the celebration, you'll learn a lot about it, even some of the history is within the history musical presentation. Well, it's interesting because as I prepared for the show and I said as I got back to the archive, I looked into the eyes and the faces of our ancestors who were enslaved at Smith Plantation, working in cotton, Sea Island cotton in particular, all those years ago, 152 years ago, 150 years ago, during the U.S. Civil War, because at this point in time, it had not yet ended. And in fact, the cotton was what was being used even to trade with those in England, especially in Liverpool, to keep the war effort going. And so even this year, it has been a blessing to have had the opportunity to go back to England and to go to a new part of England that I had not visited before, a new part for me, Leeds, England, and to learn about the textile industry they had had there. But it was all due to sheep. There were sheep still around, and I wondered, what you know, why was that such a big deal? But that was because they used that for their textile industry. Like here, we had Sea Island cotton and indigo. And here it is today that we take it for granted that we put on cotton clothing each and every day. We put on blue-colored clothing, but not respecting what our ancestors went through to raise these that became known as the cash crops. We don't often stop and just give thanks to the ancestors and things like that for their knowledge, their wisdom that they brought and that they planted literally in this land that is now the southeastern United States that are the sea islands sitting in the Atlantic Ocean that are referred to as the Carolina-Georgia Low Country, the northeastern Florida region, that this place that bears the literal blood, sweat, and tears of our ancestors still exists, is still holding on because of the fortitude that was also planted in the souls of the African people and the soil of this land through their blood, sweat, and tears as they were brought into this land. And then as they combined their energy and their wisdom and mother with it, things like that, with the Kusabo, the Yemasi, the Cree, the Adisto, and the various other indigenous American ethnic groups that are here, who we do not lay aside ever at this time of year, because many of their communities, many of their ethnicities, many of their, as many people call them, tribes, were decimated due to diseases that were also brought this way from England and from Europe, from various parts of the world that they did not have in North America. So that's a lot in and of itself to give thanks for, having health and strength at this moment where we know there are other things now plaguing the globe that many people are very concerned about, viral attacks, once again, that we have lived to witness and to see. And many have forgotten that here in the Gullah Geechee Nation, there were numerous things that were called fevers that killed many of our Gullah Geechee children 
back in the 1800s and even the early 1900s. I have interviewed many of our elders, even of St. Helena Island, who I thought only had, you know, well, only, I know you all say only, eight children, and then find out they had 10 or 15, actually, but that they lost five during some fever that rushed through. And then many times during October, uh, Dr. Jamal Teray, who will be in the Watch Night production along with myself and the Gullah Connection members, he does presentations in Savannah regarding when yellow fever even swept through Savannah in this area. So when we talk about ghee tanks every year, we're not just talking about the various things like the fundraisers or the festivals that were successful, but for having our very health and strength and having our minds intact, especially having a conscious mind intact to continue to want to fight to hold on to our heritage and culture here in the Gullah Geechee Nation. I was blessed today to also ride from the event where the food distribution was going on to go pay bills. And I guess one might say, well, that ain't much of a blessing, but it is to be able to have the funds to pay the bill is a blessing, to go pay the bill and then to come back around to another part of Beaufort County. And here it was that at the gas station I saw Elder Louise Miller-Cohen, who is the founder of the Gullah Museum of Hilton Head, who is one of the original Council of Elders members for the Gullah Geechee Nation. And she then spoke to me once again. I've heard this story over and over of how she has let people know. She said, Queen Quetta, oh, I was telling you, you was a trailblazer. You were a trailblazer. When the rest of us sat right there in sham, and people asked us if we would speak Gullah, did anybody here know how to speak Gullah? Nobody on Hilton Head would say a word. And she said, so here it is, we had to go to the sister island and get somebody who would come over and speak color. And she was talking about the founding of what was then the Native Island of Gullah Celebration, which is now called the Hilton Head Island Gullah Celebration. And we were talking about how people had changed and how people were now doing things in a way that weren't necessarily what they started out to be, that there were so many different things that were going on just in general now that people were doing and calling things Gullah Geechee that are not part of our tradition. And so when I mentioned that about having the conscious mind to truly fight for and hold on to your culture, including holding on to the land. These are critical things that we get tanks for, that there be some of we and things like that that ain't cracky, tall, tall, and that there are those who are willing to literally put their lives on the line, but also put up what little finances they do have at their disposal to ensure that we hold on to historic houses like the one that the Gullah Museum occupies on Hilton Head, like the praise houses that are throughout St. Helena Island like in a house that is started by Elder Carly Town, who is a native of the Union Heights, the neck in Charleston. There are how there are shout worship centers, one would call them, like Little Mount Olive down in Nassauville in Florida. These are some of the places and faces that our people have had that they've maintained, that they've held on to. So one might come to Port Royal Island and say, well, where's the Smith Plantation? Well, it's at Camp Saxon or Camp Shaw. Well, where is that? That's where the Naval Hospital base is now. Well, are there buildings still left? No, there aren't any of the buildings our ancestors built still left there. 
but our ancestral energy is there. But you could come across a couple bridges and find buildings still built by our ancestors, our elders, that we still hold into and hold in part in a shout and thing like that, Enum. And so it's critical that when we start to talk about holding on to these traditions and culture here in the Gullah Geechee Nation now, that we understand the value of land for these buildings and edifices to be on, like Penn School and these praise houses and Little Mount Olive Church and these other places. These places could not exist if we did not continue our own land ownership. So that's why I mentioned that tax bill that's showing up in your mail. You got time between now and January 15th to do a few fish fry and things like that. Sell some candy, bake some goods this holiday season, sell them, do what you have to do, but make sure you had the money for pay the tax so that you hold on to the true legacy that our ancestors have left us. And trust me, they'd have shout with Hunter and they could get tanks for Hunter to do that, yeah? And so here it is that when we are fighting to still keep an archive going. And y'all might wonder, well, why is it so important to raise money or give money to an archive, to digitizing stuff? Well, when you have thousands of documents and thousands, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of photographs, and you live directly in a hurricane zone, you live in a place where every prediction about sea level rise and climate change has you in it, every model has it, your house literally is in it, where the archive literally is in it, where these historic sites I'm mentioning are literally in it, these are reasons why we are continuing to fight to hold on to literally our territory and hold on to our ground that God has anointed us to be over. So that is not an easy thing to do. When people on largely want to finance, quote, black people in the green movement. Now, that has also been something that's been the subject of discussion. You can find documents about it, blogs about it on the Internet, how we're often left out of the finances that are coming into communities to rebuild or to build resiliency. We live resiliency. We are resilient people. And it showed, it showed just how resilient we were when I sat again in Frisdale Community House at Penn Center over the weekend, Friday and Saturday, and I listened to people who had been part of Student Nonviolent Coordinating Committee and other civil rights organizations back in the 60s. And I listened to the things that they said they had at their disposal. I listened to them trying to just incorporate certain folks into their movement because the person, whether they were black or white, owned a mimeograph machine, and they just needed to have that as a resource, all right, whether they had cash or not, this person had a resource that could be utilized to help their movement go forward. To hear them talk about how they had no time to consider sexism in the civil rights movement at the time, these were the women of the civil rights movement that were SNCC that were discussing this, and you'll see some of a little bit of what they had to say coming up on Gullah Geechee TV this week. But they, and especially you'll see my article about it on GullahGeecheeNation.com, so make sure to follow that blog and you'll see when that article comes up over the next week. But they wanted to make it clear they had no time to really, they didn't have a word for it anyway, they said back then. Nobody used this word sexism in the 60s or whatever. But they said anything that now, upon reflection, they might have considered it sexism. They had no time to deal with that because the issue for them then was racism. The issue then was segregation. So their energy and their focus was into that. 
So they didn't have time to go into like a women's rights issue at that time. Many of them later got into that, but their main objective at first had to do with their race and their race of people and a discrimination against them. So, again, they say, you know, you pick your battles wisely. So it's been interesting the numerous things that the Gullah Geechee Nation's leaders have been asked to participate in because holistically our focus has to be on the culture, but how do you keep the culture going in the context of issues of your environment? And how do you maintain your environment so that the culture keeps going? How do you maintain the ownership of that environment by helping people with land rights issues and helping people with air property issues? How do you educate so education comes in? And where should your basis of education be? It should be just as Dave Dennis pointed out during that symposium, that our ancestors who started the first schools back in the 1800s that would have been considered the public schools, the first of them to start, was here in Savannah, Georgia, and Orangeburg, South Carolina, he mentioned. And he mentioned those in particular and didn't mention Mitchellville and places like that because he was talking about schools that were founded and led by Gullah Geechee people, by people of African descent, who he said stated that they were not going to let the carpetbaggers teach their children. They knew that their children had to first be immersed in their own culture, that that is an aspect of education. So it is celebratory, and we give thanks, the Gullah Connection give thanks for this year of being able to go to numerous colleges, numerous private schools, numerous public schools, individually and collectively as members to go and present to students and still be an active part of their education, especially throughout the Gullah Geechee Nation, and to help educate from a cultural standpoint because we then are standing on the shoulders of our ancestors that started up such educational processes to also support events that happen each April, like the Tunis Campbell Celebration, that celebrates having the Freedom School going on in Brunswick, built on the model of the Freedom School started by, God bless the dead, Septima Point Set Clark, Mama Seppi of Johns Island here in the Gullah Geechee Nation, built on those Freedom School models that were utilized throughout the civil rights movement that can still be used as a tool of our current human rights movement. And so it's a blessing, and we give thanks for all those who had the vision and the mother wit to want to still utilize these as tools and to understand that culture is the basis for it all. So to get people interested in understanding what you're talking about with sea level rise, maybe you need to understand the context in which the sea is a part of their lives as I always bring up, the land that we family and the water that we bloodline. And so it's critical that you understand that reality if you're going to dialogue with Gullah Geechis about this being an aspect of their lives today. Now, another critical thing that we were able to dialogue about, dialogue within, was having a landowners, farmers, and heirs property workshop during the Heritage Days celebration. And this was the 32nd annual Heritage Days celebration at Penn. And I got to chair it, co-chair it for the past two years along with Dr. Valerie Jackson, who has been a longtime educator here in Beaufort County, South Carolina. And so it is a blessing to be a part of an ongoing process to further 
uplift that institution and carry that institution forward for another 152 years, and God willing, in a way that can be embraced by the Gullah Geechee community as opposed to it ostracizing the Gullah Geechee community as was done when it first started as a missionary school, as was done, as we talked about, in the public schools in the past, to now recognize, realize that it is the work of the Gullah Geechee Nation's leaders and our will to survive and to thrive as people speaking out for our culture, not backing down from our stand, that it is our right to educate others about who we be, we aren't self, but also to be educated in our own language, and our own mother tongue. This is critical to why we can celebrate who we be and to know that there has been such a blessed journey going on that has inspired not only Gullah Geechee's along this coastline, but even those out in Texas who are our Seminole family to continue to now want to incorporate more and more about the Gullah Geechee Nation and their roots as a people within their celebrations at the Seminole Days that are happening. And we pray that spreads also to the Seminole Days in Oklahoma, where we also have ancestors and elders. So that celebration took place back in September but in October, we had more Gullah Geechee celebrations like that on Sopolo that happened here that also wanted to now embrace all the more Gullah Geechee culture, not just the culture or the community of that one Sea Island community, but overall of the Gullah Geechee Nation. And so we definitely salute Psychos for continuing to evolve and to start to enlighten and to open the the waterway a little bit more um, to more folks coming over and crossing over to be able to help. Because, again, many people are hearing more about the Gullah Geechee Nation because of the various stories done about Sopolo and about the land tax being raised there. But as I said to you last year, and I'm saying to you again, that is not unique to Sopolo. It happens throughout the Gullah Geechee Nation from Jacksonville, Florida to Jacksonville, North Carolina. Many families have been displaced. And if Hunter Chillin on Yeti Wai to see and make sure you had a fish fry all the rest of the thing that's going on, then there'll be more people displaced. And so it is critical that we continue to come out to these workshops that we're having. And as was requested by folks throughout Heritage Days, we are going to be having more of the heirs property land use and farmers workshops that will go on here on St. Helena Island. We are going to have them happening in March and April of 2015. So if you are interested, you can come from somewhere else here, but they will be free and open to the Gullah Geechee community. You can email us to G-U-L-L-G-E-E-C-O at AOL. Dot com. Go geeko at AOL.com to be put in our database, and you'll know more when they're announced. And you can also follow GullahGeecheeNation.com, and Gullah is G-U-L-L-A-H. Geechee is G-E-E-C-H-E-E. There is no I in Geechee. Nation, N-A-T-I-O-N.com. GullahGeecheeNation.com. You can follow our blog, and also we will have all this information that will be coming up on there as well. So we have a number of partners that have worked with the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition this year, not only Penn Center and the Ayers Property Law Center with Attorney Willie Haywood and also Attorney Horace Jones, who put out this new book, Ayers Property in the African-American Community, which is a tool for every black family in the South that still has land down here that got it during the Reconstruction era or got it during 
the U.S. Civil War as we got ours. It's critical that you have that book as a manual for the family. It's something that should be a stocking if you all still do such things, or at least go ahead and give somebody an Amazon gift card specifically so that they can buy that book for a Kindle this season and use it at your family reunion. I know there's been a couple of people that wrote us since uh, we had that session and even were interested in finding out about having sessions at their family reunions. So once again, if you're interested in having us do such a workshop at your family reunion coming up in 2015, email us to G-U-L-L-G-E-E-C-O at AOL.com. And definitely the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition looks to be a wide, worldwide community resource, as we always have been. Um, to assist folks in edutainment and education regarding land rights and human rights. And so we were pleased to have been asked to come back to SCAMIA, which is South Carolina Marine Educators Association, back in October as well to present to folks while they were here on my home island, St. Helena Island, and so that people could understand a bit more about Gullah Geechee history, heritage, and culture. So it was a blessing to take them on the Gullah Root Experience Tour and to share a lot of the knowledge of how we've kept our culture alive here because St. Helena Island is one of the largest sea islands that that still has a contiguous Gullah Geechee community throughout the entire island. And it's 90 to 95% still Gullah Geechee on land on St. Helena. And so it's critical that we under and understand the value of the places that I'm talking about. And so we want to thank everybody that came out to Adriala Gallery back in September to support the Gullah Geechee Land and Legacy World Tour, which was right at the end of me coming from the Jersey Shore and having support there at the Charleston shop and also coming from the World Conference, First World Conference of Indigenous People, where I went to represent our people at the United Nations. And, of course, I go to the United Nations annually to represent us. And so... As Human Rights Day approaches, which will be December the 10th, you'll see more information again at GullahGeecheeNation.com and on Gullah Geechee TV, showing you a number of the different human rights activities that participated in this year, but also exposing you to other things that people around the world are saying that are the exact same thing that the Gullah Geechee Nation's leaders have been saying about holding upon your land and holding upon your culture, right here, anything like that. And then you will understand why we have celebrations like the opening of the American Beach Museum that's open for y'all to go visit during the holy days and why we're so happy it finally opened after our sacred ancestor, the beach lady, gave all of her life to make it sure that the A.L. Lewis Foundation Historical Society came forward and that they did not give up on having a museum there to tell we story and things like that down at American Beach, Amelia Island. And then to have celebrations like the Johns Island Cultural Day or to have the Gullah Geechee Seafood Festival, that these are small celebrations that make a major difference to the community because they enlighten and they bring people together, and people have a more intimate atmosphere in which to learn who we be down here, and then for Yeti work, wine on, and other rest of the place, but for Cam back home, see, and then be able to use these tools to be able to maintain their culture, their community, their land ownership, and their rights. And so these are critical things that sometimes people take for granted, like, oh, this just happens everywhere. No, it doesn't. I travel the world, and numerous communities, people do not have 
all the things that are going on. And people cannot point to 400 years of history in the same place, cannot just point across the street and say, that's my cousin next to that, that's my aunt next to me over here, that's my mama, oldest brother, and next to me over that side, that's my great-granddaddy house. People cannot do that everywhere that they go. And so when we get together as Gullah Geechee, you should see the smiles as people start to reminisce about these various things that we still recall that elders told us or things somebody did when they were in school or how far we truly have come to get to this point today. And so, again, we have to get takes for all of this year because everybody ain't got this year. And so that's why when you see us even get together for a night like our Gullah Geechee Nation Appreciation Night with the Charleston River Dogs, and we thank them not only for for this past year, but they've already contacted us for next year. We'll have the Gullah Geechee Nation International Music and Movement Festival in Georgia, but we will still have Gullah Geechee Nation Appreciation Week leading right on up to it. And that will happen throughout the Gullah Geechee Nation coast, not just the South Carolina coast for 2015. And so we definitely salute all the counties of South Carolina Carolina that supported this year and support the we support the Charleston River Dogs and they support us and so we are going to be back there in celebration leading right on up and into that week next year and we thank them for the funds that they donated to the Gullah Geechee Angel Network and we pray that more of our supporters that y'all buy them tickets online this year um, because if you don't buy them through the portal that we post we don't get the money so we can have a stadium full of people and then make two dollars because y'all walking up there to the window buying tickets and carrying on, okay? So we get tanks for 100 chilling where we come out, but we need y'all to make sure y'all stand where we coming out for, not just for the game, but to also support our nonprofit of the Gullah Geechee Na- Nation, and that is the Gullah Geechee Angel Network, which had another successful year at the Moja Celebration had a wonderful play this year at Scott's Grand up in North Charleston, and I truly enjoyed being there and seeing a lot of folks that I hadn't seen since my instrument, it seemed like, and that was 14 years ago, and many others who I see here and there but don't get to talk to them, and was glad to have a chance to actually chat with you that night um, at the Gullah Geechee Angel Network production in Town Gullah Geechee People Productions show. And so... You can go to com and support. We also want to thank everybody who's going to Amazon. Amazon has a site called Amazon Smile. So if you put in amazon.smile.com, then you'll be able to go on and pick your charity. Please pick the Gullah Geechee Angel Network. You don't have to do anything else after you pick that as your charity except make sure that instead of just going to amazon.com that whenever you go to shop, you shop at Amazon Smile. Then no matter what you buy, they are going to donate a portion of the proceeds of what you purchase to the Gullah Geechee Angel Network. So we appreciate everybody who has done that throughout the year. And I don't care. I just bought something today for like $2. I made sure that I bought it at Amazon Smile so that I could have the Gullah Geechee Angel Network receive it because literally every penny does count. And so... Every penny that came in has also helped to reopen the King Tisdale Cottage 
over in Savannah, Georgia. We were there for that opening. Many of you saw it on Gullah Geechee TV if you were not there to be present for it. And they have a permanent Gullah Geechee exhibition there. So that's another site that we encourage you to take your family to during this holy day season if you're coming into Savannah, Georgia. We had the chance to celebrate that opening. We had the chance to celebrate the American Beach uh, Museum opening. That reopening and then an opening was wonderful. And then to celebrate exhibit opening after exhibit opening after exhibit opening at the York W. Bailey Museum at Penn Center National Historic Landmark District all year was definitely a blessing because we got to celebrate with a number of Gullah Geechee artists and to learn of many new artists in our community or people that are multimedia, people that are painters. We got to see a plethora of things, and I got some outstanding pieces for the Gullah Geechee Al-Kibulan archive also. And it has also been a great year of celebrating the release of Voices of an Island, which is a new Gullah CD, and also celebrating with folks various CD releases that are Gullah Geechee folks' music and so on. We love it. And at our production, Watch Night, all the Gullah Connection CDs and our DVDs will be on sale. There will be Gullah Geechee food on sale, crafts, items, and everything. So come out December 20th to Darrell Hall at Penn Center, and you'll be able to shop for the holy days as well and get traditional things. We'll also have Avina's Geechee, naturally Geechee products there will be on sale as well. So if you've been wondering, you have been seeing the videos, you've been seeing the pictures I'm posting, you have been telling me how nice my skin looks, especially you brothers, well, y'all need to come on out and buy some of the products that I use. And, yes, I do use her products in my hair as well. A lot of sisters ask about that. So we'll have all of that, and it's been wonderful watching the various Gullah Geechee businesses grow this year, old-time religion, herbs, and uh, soulful touch wellness with Sister Ketner and celebrating with them these different milestones of these businesses increasing and growing and seeing their product lines expand. So throughout the coming months, there's months, if not months, but from now all the way through Kwanzaa, if you keep following at Gullah Geechee on Twitter and at Gullah Geechee on Instagram, and you follow us or fan us on Gullah Geechee Nation on Facebook, you will see us posting numerous websites and events where you can go and purchase Gullah Geechee items, healing items, jewelry, outfits, books, CDs, quilts, cast nets, sweetgrass baskets. You will see all of these different things that we're going to be posting throughout the rest of the year for you to be able to purchase and not only celebrate with these businesses their continuation, but also support them in their continuation. That is a critical link for us to have is economic empowerment throughout the Gullah Geechee Nation. And speaking of economic empowerment, we want to again thank all of you that gave the money that helped support the Collington County Memorial Library where I go every summer for the summer reading program because I'm back by popular demand every year. I've been there, I think they told me now, 16 years. I've been coming to that library now. It's wonderful. And then also the 
Gullah Geechee Angel Network, and the South Carolina Coastal Conservation League. These are some of our supporting organizations and institutions that you all as supporters of myself and the Gullah Geechee Nation took the time when you heard us announce it online through social media and through this radio show. You went on and made those donations when we had the day for the capital drives for all of them. So we thank you. We also thank you for getting us that much closer to Wilmington on Fire's completion. It's not out yet, y'all. It's not out. I'm hurting like you are. I'm hurting. I just knew we were going to get to see the whole film this past summer, but our brother Christopher Everett, he's still pushing toward the mark, and so he's still working on getting those final funds to do the final, final aspects of it, because they are in the post-production process right now. And so let's keep praying, let's keep donating, let's keep contributing to these things that that uplift our own community. We want to thank the Jepson Museum for having us celebrate Juneteenth there with them back over the summer as well for the first time. And the Sister V, we want to say thank you, thank you, and to all the family who have been there from Geechee Kunda as well. It was a blessing and it was a shouting good time for we and things like that too. And we want to also thank our family from the Sierra Leone amputees group that came over to celebrate with us at the Gullah Festival time and also at Penn Center. We want to thank our sister Candace Glover who was home and celebrated at many of the different events over the year and whatnot as well throughout the county and throughout the state of South Kakalaki. We also want to salute our various, various artists throughout the Gullah Geechee Nation. There's too many to name that we posted throughout the year for all the different things that they've done to continue to forward the agenda as Gullah Geechee's and put our story out there so that other people, Yeti, who we be and things like that. So we definitely salute each and every one of you. We want to make sure that folks get out there this weekend, like we mentioned on Friday, the Geechee Kunda. They had the gathering back in April. They have the sugarcane grinding coming up on Friday. You can look up Geechee Kunda online and even on Facebook and we grind down Nona and things like that. They forget some more of that good old Geechee syrup. And so y'all have seen us posting pictures about that on Instagram and Facebook. That is yet another Gullah Geechee business opportunity that we've had a chance to support that comes right out of Riceboro, Georgia. Where else Gullah Geechee go I be but a place where rice the data any. Okay then. And so we also want to thank the South Carolina Environmental Law Academy uh, environment so that this way we had a chance to work with them. And many of you saw it on Gullah Geechee TV to Again, work with people, educating people, Environmental Leadership Academy, that is, um, so that we could help to educate people about environmental justice in South Carolina. And so we'll continue that work as the year goes on. We want to salute Dr. Amir Jamal Tarefa's work at Beach Institute over this year as well with the various Gullah Geechee educational programs that he did there. And we also want to salute all all of the individuals and all of the colleges that came in for Gullah Geechee Volunteer Month back in March and the numerous new ones that are coming along with the ones who were here before that are coming back that have already signed up to be here for March of 2015. Some are now coming in at the end of February. I got an email today from a group that wants to arrive the very last days of February. Now, Hunter Chillin, no, I don't hardly be right now in February tall, tall, because I be to travel. So we're going to see how we can work this out. 
but definitely I'm here in the Gullah Geechee Nation throughout March because that is our Gullah Geechee Volunteer Month. So please make sure that if you have a civic group, a youth group, a college uh, alternative spring break group, any types of groups like that that want to help in the Gullah Geechee Nation, you want to volunteer time, March is our volunteer month. We'll take volunteers the rest of the year, but March is when we are truly focused on volunteer month and volunteers being incorporated into a lot of the work that we have to do in the environment and the Gullah Geechee Alke Bulan Archive. And most of them take the Gullah Root Experience Tour, which we do all year long, but we do it for groups of seven or more people, not for one and two people. So they're customized tours. So if you want more detail about the tour, you want more details about bringing a group, doesn't matter the size of your group for volunteer month, and even if you're just an individual and you say, well, I'd like to work along with the volunteers, please email us to G-U-L-L-G-E-E-C-O at AOL.com. We want to thank all the volunteers, and we want to thank our Gullah Geechee Sustainability Think Tank members because it's because of them that we are as far along in the second phase of our archive process at the Gullah Geechee Al-Kabulan Archive. And I want to thank all the international media that came here this year because had it not been for many of you, many other folks would not have heard who we be down here in the Gullah Geechee Nation. So we thank everybody that supported us and had us come to your schools and your various activities during Black History Month. I have a few dates open now for 2015 Black History Month, a few just a few, um, like meaning I think I got one week, maybe the 10 days open in February if I have that many days left open. Um, but no more than 10 days are open in February at this point already. So if y'all are thinking that, oh, we need to get Queen Quet to come for Black History Month someplace again, please go to queenquet.com today. The moment that you are hearing this, while you're listening to my voice, guanyonaya to queenquet.com, okay, Q-U-E-E-N-Q-U-E-T dot C-O-M, and click on the booking link. Please email my office if you are trying to get myself and or the Gullah Connection to come to you in 2015 at all. We have bookings already to November 2015, so especially for Black History Month, because I know a lot of y'all, y'all think of a gobbling up some turkey and things like that, and y'all in the study for this year, and y'all figure y'all get back to January, and then we available. Don't work like that. So please make sure to go to queenquet.com and get that link. I've had people asking me stuff all year that I have not seen any emails come in from yet. So please go ahead and try to see if we have dates available. Send the date you're thinking of, but that doesn't mean it's open. We have a lot of folks that are already booked, and that month is usually booked solid by the end of October. It just so happens that I've held out a week, and I guess it was because this was going to happen that I'd start having volunteers come in that last week of February. So we'll see what we can work out for you. But definitely email us to G-U-L-L-G-E-E-C-O at AOL.com if you want to come this way and take a tour or work with us in Gullah Geechee Volunteer Month. You want to contribute to the Gullah Geechee Land and Legacy Fund, please email us to G-U-L-L-G-E-E. C-O at AOL.com, including if you want to sponsor having a fundraiser at your site. There's still time this year. I got plenty of time open to the end of the year to do another fundraiser this year, as well as 
if you're interested in me coming to speak, I can still have some days open this year that I can come out and fly to any part of the world to speak. Have passport, will travel, and you can go to queenquet.com to try to book and see. Please send the date that you're interested in when you send that email so that this way we can get right back to you with details. And so we definitely want to thank everybody who became a member of the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition that sponsors this radio broadcast this year. We've gotten a number of new members, a lot of new active folks that are participating in things that we do each and every month, and some that are just sending monthly donations and contributions to keep the work going and to keep our next phase of things that we want to accomplish going forward. So we said thank you, thank you, because we cannot have this radio program. We cannot have Gullah Geechee TV or any of these things for free. They are paid for, okay? These things cost us money to actually have the equipment to mount them and to then share them with the world. And so we definitely appreciate every donation, whether you pushed a dollar bill in my hand and just said thank you, you bought something and said keep the change, or you actually wrote out a check for 50 to $500 and sent it through the mail. We greatly appreciate every dime and everything you've given. And we thank God for Hunter Chillin, and we sure give thanks for all of Hunter Chillin, who does still stand with we. And we gladly for B. Gullah Geechee. And we gladly for B. Black Gore. Gullah Geechee anointed people. And so in these last couple of minutes, I'm just going to open up the phone line real quick. And I probably can take maybe one caller at 347-324-3903. 347-324-3903. I want to thank everyone who's been in the chat room tonight. And once again, thank everyone who has taken us to uh, the 90,000 listeners of this show, but also have taken us to over 200,000 views of Gullah Geechee TV over the course of these several years. It has been a blessing, and we see those numbers rapidly increasing. We're sure we'll be at a quarter million viewers of Gullah Geechee TV not long, and we pray that that will be by our anniversary of this year. It's not unknown that this can happen. And if you all keep sharing the program and sharing the broadcast with others, it helps so that people know just who we be down here in this land of the Gullah Geechee. And so it's definitely a blessing. I thank all of you. I thank all the elders in the community that have continued to contribute to the education and the upliftment of the next generation coming behind that want to give upliftment to the living legacy and pay ancestral homage. And so it is truly an honor and a blessing to be the chiefest and head of state for the Gullah Geechee Nation at such a time as this and to be the first one in his story and our story in her story. And so the journey continues, and I truly give thanks for all Hunter Chillin was still a stand with me and Retta was the stand with the Gullah Geechee. So definitely. I pray that peace and blessings fill each and every one of you. Honachilla, don't eat up too much of the turkey and things like that, but make sure, more so, honachilla. God bless you, honachilla. Peace and blessings.